You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Hope everyone had a happy Father's Day out there. And uh, please remember to subscribe to uh, to our channel, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening across the Big Blue View Radio Network. We always appreciate the support, and we thank you for that. So, uh, you know, Giants fans, when, when NFL teams draft players on day three of the NFL draft, oftentimes you don't know what you're getting out of these guys. You're, you're drafting guys oftentimes who you're not expecting these guys to, to be immediate starters, to be immediate contributors. You're looking for guys who generally might be able to help you on special teams. You're drafting guys who might have traits that you're looking for, who might have a specific skill set that really intrigues you, that you think you might be able to to utilize or tap into, or you're looking at guys who who jump off the charts athletically, and you think, boy, if I can just tap into that, you know, maybe we have something here, something more than a sixth or seventh round draft pick. That's what teams are looking for. They're not looking for for superstars they're not looking for plug and play day one starters and the giants in the sixth round of the 2023 nfl draft took such a player a guy that uh that when you look at his athleticism it really really jumps off the page i'm talking about trey hawkins the third cornerback out of old dominion university out of more than 2,000 cornerbacks who have done the athletic testing at the combine or who have done it at the pro day out of more than 2000 cornerbacks who have posted what is called a res score, a relative athletic score that, that measures speed, quickness, explosion, a variety of, uh, of testing of, of athletic categories. Trey Hawkins finished 40th in his relative athletic score among more than 2,000 cornerbacks. I think it's about 2,200 cornerbacks. So this young man has athleticism that absolutely jumps off the page, comes to the Giants with a reputation for being a very physical player, played only two years of football at Old Dominion, started for two years, actually played two years at a community college before landing at Old Dominion. So he's a really interesting, really intriguing young player. Uh, I wouldn't expect a whole lot from him initially, but these are the kinds of players that 
NFL teams love to work with. Had an opportunity uh, recently to speak with Old Dominion defensive coordinator Blake Seiler. I'll get to uh, get to that interview that I did with with Coach Seiler momentarily. But uh, the the Hawkins pick really intriguing one for the Giants. Assistant GM Brandon Brown, head coach Brian Dable, GM Joe Shane, they've all talked about looking for guys with traits. And this guy has the the physical traits. He has the size, the length, the speed, the athleticism, the physicality. He has all of those things that NFL teams want to work with. Can they develop? Can the Giants develop Trey Hawkins? into a guy who can be a a starting NFL cornerback, into a guy who can outplay being a sixth-round pick in the NFL draft? I don't know, but these are the kinds of players that NFL teams covet on the, on the third day of the draft when you're when you're looking for when you're looking for guys with specific traits, specific skills. And I'll be anxious to see how things unfold for Hawkins once we get to training camp and how his career unfolds over the next couple of seasons. Let's uh let's get to the interview that I did with Coach Blake Seiler right now as we discussed uh Hawkins' time at Old Dominion and the possibilities for the young man with the New York Giants. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Giants fans, I'm joined now by Old Dominion University defensive coordinator Blake Seiler here to talk about uh, Trey Hawkins, cornerback drafted by the Giants in the sixth round. Coach, thank you very, very much for a few minutes today. Absolutely, Ed. Happy to be here with you. All right, so let's let's talk about Trey a little bit. He spent two years at a community college and then two years with, with you guys, correct? That's correct. Trinity Valley Community College in, in uh, East Texas. And I'm, I'm just curious, uh, you know, when you get these these community college guys, you take guys out of, out of two-year programs like that. Is there, is there an expectation? Is there something that you're looking for just about in, in how they uh, assimilate into your programs? Well, the number one reason that uh, we were junior college guys is just for immediate help. You know, really, because when Trey came out, the transfer portal wasn't around yet. And we saw his skill set on 
film with his size and his frame for a defensive back was just really, really unique. And I'm, I'm really good friends with his defensive coordinator at Trinity Valley, and he's always sent me good, good players over the years. And as soon as I got to Old Dominion, you know, we needed help in the corner room, major league, and uh, called him up. He sent me Trey's film. He had been injured, so he didn't have a ton of film. And I just thought he was a really unique player for his size and his speed and, and uh, more importantly, just his, his short area quickness, which is so critical for a defensive back. A lot of guys have size or speed. Some of them have of size and long speed, but they don't have the quickness to go with it. And he was just a combination of all of them. It's hard to find. You know, everybody kind of freaks out about the the relative athletic score, the the RAS score, you know, when we start to see them, you know, as guys test. And and I looked at Trey's numbers and he tested fortieth out of more than two thousand cornerbacks that have that that have taken, you know, that have tested you know, athletically, I'm just curious, you know, how a kid like this flies, you know, so far under the radar. <laughs> I, I think we were all scratching our heads as well because he was a two-year starter for us. I kind of understood coming out of junior college why he was on the line because he didn't have a lot of film and, and uh, he was injured a little bit. Um, but for us, he was a two-year starter, never missed a game, and we played – you know, in the Sun Belt, in this first year here, we were Conference USA, but we also played Power 5 teams every year. And Wake Forest, that was in the ACC championship game that year, and he played lights out in all those games. So I'm not I'm not really sure either, but, you know, I just told Trey just to stay patient, you know, train hard, train well, be prepared for your pro day. Don't take the, uh, you know, he didn't get invited to the combine. Don't take that as a slight, use it as motivation and and that's what he really did. And when he came to his pro day, he was in great shape. He ran like he's capable of running. And uh, that's really what kind of caught everybody's eye. And from there, it was – I told Trey, I said, you know, I'm going to start charging you for every, uh, you know, minute I'm on the on the phone with these NFL scouts, man. Because after his pro day, when he ran like that and tested like that, it was nonstop guys showing interest in him as he, as he should have had. You know, it's interesting. You look at scouting reports and they all say – you know, project, a lot of tools without a lot of production, questionable instincts, uh, you know, but they, but it also says that, that, you know, press man teams would love to work with this kid and try to develop this kid. I mean, how do you feel about the scouting report and the place that he landed? I think he's in a great situation with the Giants. I'm really happy for him. And I agree 100%. He's, he's got that that length that a good press corner needs, especially in the NFL, but he's all need to go with it. And, you know, they're going to situations where you have to play off. That's where Trey is really unique because he has the short area quickness that it takes to play off. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, he's a great tackler. You know, he's not afraid of it at all. Mm -hmm. And, and I think his best football is in front of him. That's what I would tell all the scouts that called me because you know, he didn't play a lot in junior college because of his injury. And when he came to us, it was during COVID, so we were away from him for a while. And then he had two good years of film. So he's really, really been playing high-level football for two years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, that's just a blip on the radar for a lot of these guys now. So I'm mm-hmm. excited for his future there in, in New York. What what injury did he have, Coach? Uh, he just had an ankle injury. It wasn't mm-hmm. 
snake okay. on injury, but the corner that keeps you out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that uh, when uh, when we got a chance to talk to him, his physicality came up, and I, and I know that's one of the things I'm sure that the Giants liked about him. Does, you know, at least initially, does, does his skill set translate to a guy that can, can really help a team on special teams? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, those guys that, that are long can run and will tackle. I mean, those are your, the core of your special teams units. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and, then, and he knows, he's well aware that's where he's going to make his hay you know, as he gets started in the pro, the pro game and then uh, earning his way into the starting lineup at corner is, is the next step. And what, to, you know, you know, you said you think his best football is ahead of him. I mean, if you project it out, the rookie contract lasts four years. If you project it out, you know, three, four years by the end of his rookie contract, is is this a kid who can outperform, you know, being a sixth round pick and, and wind up as a as a starting corner on the outside? I I truly believe that. I really do. Um, that's what I told all the scouts that were calling about him. Um, I told them all, I said, you know, if, if Trey was like a lot of kids that, you know, he's got a great home, a great mom, a great grandma, but he didn't come from much. So he didn't have a personal trainer and a lot of those things that kids have now from a young age. And so I said, you guys have to spend a lot of money on a guy like this with his physical traits. Mm-hmm. If, if he was a little bit further along in his development, you know, he wouldn't have been a six round pick. <laughs> right. So, so, yeah, so he's got first it- or second round traits. So what is his background, if you can give yeah, me a little so bit? He's from Central Texas, um, grew up in Temple, Texas with his mom and his grandma down there and uh, played at Temple High School, which is a hotbed. You know, they've always got a lot of speed in that area. We recruited for a mm-hmm. lot of years and when I was in the Big 12. And it's also good football. I think it's uh, overlooked a little bit from the Dallas and the Houston big metroplexes. And then East Texas has a, a history of putting out a ton of players, but Central Texas is a little bit more of a hidden gem right now. And so I just think he got overlooked there. Mm-hmm. But he's a kid that loves football too. You know, there's there's always guys that have all this God-given talent. But they don't they don't develop themselves. You know, they don't put in the work to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing that I'm super excited about Trey is because he loves football. He's never a guy that you know, would, would be late to things, that would miss things, you know, and, and uh, when you challenge him, he rises. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what kind of kid is he, you know, off the field, away from the game, you know, maybe around the locker room? What, you know, what can you tell me about him? Great, great kid. We really miss him here, you know, just because of who he is. Like I said, it's an everyday guy, mm-hmm. an everyday guy. Um, you know, I think, I think with Trey, he, he had to learn to love school would be the biggest thing, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, he, we were, were excited he got his degree. So that's mm-hmm. behind him, <laughs> you know. Nice. What did he get a the degree form? in? Uh, shoot, I'd have to look. Yeah, I'd have to look. Uh, get that degree is the main thing for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, and he, but he, he did graduate? He did. Nice. Nice. Kid, it's always nice when kids have that to fall back on. So that's good. Yes. That's good to hear. All right, um, you know, I know you're busy. You got a lot going on. Uh, I won't keep you much longer. Just curious if there's anything else about the kid, uh, you know, that that you wanted to tell me, you know, before I let you go. Uh, I just think 
something that's unique for the position he plays at uh, cornerback is if you go back and look at his games for us, like when we opened up against Wake Forest, his first year, his first college football game on the field, he actually led our team in tackles for a loss, nice. <laughs> which is is pretty unique for a corner. So he really likes the noise, and, and uh, mm-hmm. in that game he had to crack replace, as he'll be asked to do at times in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I just think that's really exciting about Trey. It, you know, it's, just the type of kid he is, the skill set he mm-hmm. has, and the and the uh, high ceiling that he has on top of all that. It's interesting that you bring that up because I always tell people, you know, look, if you're coming to the NFL and and you don't tackle well or you don't like to tackle, you're not going to learn how to do that in the NFL just because of the way the rules are. That's right. That's right. And you know, ninety percent of tackling is want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and, and he's, he's got that part. Yes, he does. He seemed like a pretty confident kid. Not cocky, but a pretty confident kid right. in, in what his abilities are. Right. I, yeah. Right, that's him. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, Coach, I appreciate it. I know you're in the middle of a bunch of other things. So uh, thank you very, very much. And, you know, I'll let you guys know uh, when I get this uh, when I get this posted. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you bye much. Bye, Take care. Yes, sir. No problem. All right. Thank Have you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, Giants fans, that's our show for today. Our thanks again to Coach Blake Seiler of Old Dominion University, the uh, ODU defensive coordinator, for taking some time to to speak with us. Please remember, uh, Giants fans, please stay safe out there. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye now. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.